0: Brand over coffee conversations are with different experts and inspiring individuals. They may be different in what they do, but they all share one thing in common. They all create, develop, and nurture brands. These conversations will highlight not only their expertise, but also their experiences. And I hope these could help answer some of your questions and inspire you to build your own brands and take your businesses to greater heights. My name is Andrea Ferri founder of the Creative Brand Studio, and your host for this podcast. When you're ready, let's talk Brand Over Coffee. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Brand Over Coffee Conversations. This week is the second of a three-part series on the topic of personal branding. Especially in this day and age when everything and everyone could be searched online and competition to achieving something is becoming more intense, Many of us are putting great importance to ensure that our personal brand is intentionally created and strengthened. Today, I'm really happy to speak with my dear friend, Laura Ortiz. Laura started her career in sales and marketing focused on the FMCG industry. And for 10 plus years now, she has been with Kimbaya, one of the leading travel tour providers for Latin America. She leads their sales, innovation, communication, and marketing efforts. Welcome, Laura. I know you have been so busy. So, again, thank you so much for saying yes to having this conversation with me. Hello, my pleasure. Okay, so though I have introduced you briefly, it would be great if you could still tell us something more about what you do, more about Kimbaya Latin America, perhaps?
1: Yeah, sure. Kimbaya Latin America is a tour operator that provides B2B services to other travel agents. Uh, so all around the world, we have about uh, clients from 50, 60 countries. And um, yeah, we have 11 destinations in Latin America where we have local teams. And so I look after all the Asia Pacific primarily sales and then uh, the rest of the regions globally and the marketing and all the products and the communication. Nice, nice. Okay, so for the next
0: 20-30 minutes, we will be talking about personal branding. Um, And just to help guide our conversation, we could structure it into three parts. So the first part, we could talk about why personal branding is important for you and for your business, and especially in what you do. What are the benefits of having a strong personal brand, especially in business? That could be the second part. And the third part could be, we could talk about what would be your tips to nurture a strong personal brand. So yeah, why,
1: why is personal branding important for you and in, in your line of work? Well, it's, um, it's definitely important uh, for the credibility of my brand, of my company, The services that we provide is important that uh, we are truthful, we are reliable, we handle all the passengers of all our clients. Although we don't have that relationship directly with the passengers, with the end consumer, we are actually responsible for all these people in all our destinations. So it's very important that they can rely on us and they trust us. So and I'm on the face of the company so when I speak to the clients and suppliers and so it's it's a big responsibility and uh, it has to come uh real yeah <laughs> incredible and yeah exactly and especially
0: in this day and age when a lot of people would associate a company with the owner right so whatever personal brand image or whatever personal image the the owner would have that is really directly translated to what the
1: company is at the
0: same time Mm -hmm. right so
1: yeah even more and the fact that this is a it's a family business Uh, it's my mother's company and she has been for 33 years although I joined on I grew up with it but I only joined uh 10 years ago Uh, It is it is something that I I, it's a legacy that I must follow that I mean that I keep that I cannot uh, do whatever because it's an image as well and uh, it's it's important to continue this legacy that she has created. Yeah.
0: What is your own personal brand? What is the Laura Ortiz brand? You know how did you arrive at at the decision on what kind of image or or
1: brand you want to nurture? well actually uh, it 's funny you you asked me today for this interview and and we discuss about personal branding because I never really thought about it and uh, to be honest I haven 't been working exclusively on my personal branding but because it has come naturally and it has come kind of through easily <laughs> and uh, but it's it 's important because it is i mean it's. It's. I'm passionate about it. Uh, it is something that I. I. I strongly believe, and I, I want to. To do with purpose, and so. It. It comes. It comes with it. Uh, I. I make sure that I. I come across uh, real, <laughs> as well.
0: Yeah. So when you were starting out, that was not really something that you were conscious about. Am I correct?
1: Yeah, I was not. I mean, I have been, of course. I mean, not not in in, in detail, but I mean, I love to travel, so I, I've been obviously always conscious about uh, my my travels and speak about it. and And I'm originally from Colombia, so obviously I, I speak about my origins. But I haven't really thought, oh, I have to do a strategy about this and. and because it comes with my own image. <laughs> no, it's it's like it, it comes, it flows naturally.
0: I think you're very lucky in that aspect that you don't really have to try because, as what you rightfully said, it's it's ingrained in you. It's like you're talking about your roots you're talking about a family business that your mother has started 30 plus years ago, you know, so it's kind of like in your blood. It's not something that you have to to package,
1: so to speak. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, I have to be, be careful because I mean, although I only joined 10 years ago, I had to learn the whole travel industry, how it works. And, and like I mentioned before, the credibility is very important because of the services, the responsibility we take on the passengers. So I, I have to if I don't know I mean I'm supposed to know all my destinations if I don't know one uh, I have to say well I don't know it and I need and maybe get back to you and and there there, there are things it's important to be uh, to be reliable to be credible is to to say the truth if you don't know you don't know if you know you know and um, so it's I, I've been more conscious about uh what I do and about my image because obviously everybody is expecting me to know and ah you were born there, so you should know. Actually, sometimes I don't know. So you have to balance, but at the same time it's it's about being authentic and about uh being passionate. So if you speak with your with what you love, then it's easier. <laughs> of course.
0: So you started your career in FMCG, in marketing and sales, right? And then you transitioned to becoming an entrepreneur, being involved in your family business. Did you also have to transition or did you also evolve? Like is the Laura Ortiz or the brand that you were trying to, let's just say, create Back in the day, different from the Laura Ortiz brand that you are trying to, yeah, of course, it's, it's,
1: it's very different environment, different uh job, and a different uh person, um, back then and now. Um, I mean, in the corporate world, uh, you you have a framework to work on all the time, and, and you have to follow the guidelines and, and, and fit in there. Uh, in the entrepreneur world, that's not the case. It's uh, much open. It's uh, basically, you have to be able to do a lot of things, uh, even though it's not on that framework. You have to be open-minded about it. and But at the same time, you have to know your strengths and your weaknesses, because you can't be expecting to do to know everything and and that's sometimes a risky one on the uh, entrepreneur life is that you want to to do everything and, and you think you can but actually no that's not true <laughs> we never are superwoman or superman it's important so that i get more knowledge i get more learnings uh, in terms of uh, specific subjects that i don't know uh, that keep updating myself uh, i Make sure that I'm always updated about my destinations uh, on the news um, because it's very important, impacting the travel industry like at the moment. But also on the trends, uh, what how's the consumer? You know, it's is all the time changing, so I need to be current. (laughs) I I cannot just because I grew up in the travel industry that means I know it all. No, every day there's new apps, there are new technologies, uh, there's new ways of traveling right now there's new campaigns on traveling from home so it's um it's always important to be updated to to continue growing and your image is always growing cannot be the same one as as before it's always evolution an evolving one
0: to your point earlier that when you have your own business, you kind of like need to dip your toes in everything. You have to have like a good overview of what is happening. You may not be an expert in certain areas and that's where you need help. And as what you said, you know, how do you balance that out with having the knowledge, but at the same time asking or or, or having this image that you know, or you're the expert, but at the same time asking for help. Right. And in a traditional corporate structure, Sometimes if you're just in charge of sales and marketing, so then, of course, you're just really focused on that and you would be like the, the expert on that. But it's, it's different yeah. when you have your own business. And I guess, yes, you're absolutely correct. Your image or your personal brand also has to, to evolve with that um, different yeah, yeah. responsibilities, I-
1: right? Yeah, of course. Uh, you can't be, uh, always, uh, the best on everything. And, and, and I think the more you're growing, you identify what you're really good at and, and what you're not, and then, uh, get advice or expertise on, on those areas that you are not. And, and then it will be better and better each time.
0: It's just interesting to also know your thoughts because I, you have a lot of, of women who are starting their own businesses right now or maybe also trying to, to get their businesses to the next level. What are the benefits of having a strong personal brand uh, in your business? Based on your experience, what are the advantages if you have a, a strong personal brand?
1: It's a good question. <laughs> It's important, like I said from the beginning, it's uh, credibility uh, on, you know, the marketplace. It's uh, very big competitive and um, the more companies there are, the more consumers are lost and it's very hard to pick which one and, and to stay loyal so, I would say um, the personal branding at the end of the day, like in my business as a family business, uh, where I'm the face of the business. It's important that I am real, that I'm authentic, that uh, that I have a clear image too, that it's not confusing, that people know ah I know Laura she's about this and and if someone knows me and can look for something in I don't know in Argentina or or is looking for anything uh, specific in the travel business they would they will have a clear idea okay. I can call Laura and I know she will be the one who can um, help us with suppliers there Or I think it's, it's a lot of things it's, you have to make sure you have a clear image um, that you have show uh, examples of what you do all the time uh, whether in all your channels communication channels uh, activities, reminders that's, that's what you're doing always be there because if you're too quiet then People will forget about you. And then real examples of, of what you real do. <laughs> but it, it's it's important to be as authentic as possible. People will remember you and, and to have a story. I think that's, that's a huge, huge thing. Storytelling nowadays, you know, people try to just make up a story, but nobody's going to believe or remember that story if it's not real. So uh, authenticity and uh, real stories are important. Yeah. So keeping your old
0: clients or gaining loyalty from them, and at the same time, also even getting new clients based on the image and the reputation that you have created for yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to keep updating myself all the time and to be also all uh, adapt myself in the t- different communication channels because, you know, there's new, new travelers every day and and the companies, uh, their new generations as well that go and, and then they're different now with this whole COVID. Uh, I mean, there's new ways of traveling, the new normal that we call it. We have to adapt, and you cannot expect people to travel the same way uh, forever. Um, so it's super important that your image also adapts, that uh, you also understand your environment, that you are showing that you understand it too.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And one thing that
0: I always say, actually, people negotiate or do business, yes, with a company, but actually because of the relationship that they nurture with the people from that company. So you really have to make sure that the image that you put out, the brand that you're trying to create and strengthen for yourself Is really, really important when it comes down to loyalty and at the same time who who these customers would want to align themselves with, right? So if they see that yes, you are someone who is very straight in your business dealings, you have no hanky pankies, you're you're very reliable. You deliver on your word, on your promises, then of course these things are important for them. They would want to align themselves with you and work with you and your company.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I mean, like we are a B2B company, we're not B2C, so uh, we're behind the scenes. So it's even more important our image, um, how they will be able to deliver to their consumers. So we have to be super reliable, super credible. And our relationship is very important.
0: Before we end the conversation, I have one last question for you. What would be your tips on how to cultivate or strengthen this personal brand, especially we've discussed the different benefits and the advantages one could have with a strong personal brand?
1: A very important. I'm going to repeat, but those are the main uh, points. I think it's to be authentic, to be authentic as possible so that you're credible, to be passionate about what you do and so that it comes authentic, comes out authentic, because if you're not passionate, it's very hard to pretend something you're not and even the stories you're going to say they're not going to come across right so you have to, to, to like to love what you do and and it will come effortless in the end after and so to strongly believe what you're doing and, and passionate about it and that's it i, I guess and un- updating yourself you always have to be current you cannot forget You cannot just be so self-centered and forget your environment Um, you or or just be egocentric just talk about yourself no it's really understand what's happening what other people wanting and then adapt to that yeah
0: yeah it's very interesting because yes for you to have a strong personal brand, you also need to make sure that you have, let's just say, the bullets to, to be able to have the bullets for that, right? You cannot just claim to be an expert or to be good at something without actually being
1: one, right? So you, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah it's, it's a big responsibility. I mean, I want to be the ambassador of Latin America travel, but I need to know, and if I uh, don't know, then it's not going to be really credible.
0: One last question. Uh, What about social media? How do you, especially in business and in corporate work, how do you manage to have a, let's just say, a presence on social media by balancing it with your personal brand, but at the same time, trying to stay authentic to who you really are? And yeah, what's your take on that?
1: Ah, social media is so big these days. Um, before, I wasn't really into it until I came to Asia, <laughs> and and also the fact that I'm uh, I'm overseas and traveling. It's it's become something that you really need to be in, and now it's a must uh, as a business. Um, so obviously, like I said, I'm in B two B, so the communication is not made the same way through all the channels. We use a lot of LinkedIn. Um, because it's the more business approach, and it's. Uh, uh, but we also use the Facebook because other generations and still the travel industry uses it, and then Instagram a little bit. And so I used to separate really uh, the brand and my and my life, but I slowly saw that a lot of my asian clients are in in my facebook they wanted to be connected with my facebook so it's an important part of their lives too and so i and then because i have nothing to hide i i also travel uh, for personal reasons so i am happy to share that and but always keeping an image obviously uh keeping some guidelines some few rules like uh because i am an ambassador of my brand and uh, i cannot be like um doing whatever either <laughs> yeah but i think that really is the
0: challenge nowadays right how do you balance that you still kind of like curate your social media presence but at the same time have a glimpse of the reality
1: to relate. yeah yeah of course i mean i love to travel and everything but i'm not going to take the the blogger position because or role. It's. It, I'm not a blogger. I mean, I, if I'm a real blogger, I would have to be all the time on and and write every piece of what I'm drinking, what I'm eating, and that's my clients will go crazy. And I think that's not the point. So, it's it's a different approach I have to balance it as well the amount and and what they're looking for. I know they're looking for latin america and uh, and i have to bring some value to when we're doing content for our company we're not just a newspaper and we're not just whatever travel company i mean we, we have to show our service value there
0: yeah Yes, social media is a very powerful tool in nurturing your brand and especially putting yourself out there. But it also entails a lot of responsibility, right? Especially in this day and age, I think it's very important that at the end of the day, we intentionally create our personal brand. Otherwise, Other people will do that for you. And when that goes out of hand, then it's to your disadvantage. There are some
1: ground rules too. I mean, in terms of of like, you cannot speak about politics, not our role as a travel company. I mean, we work with the destinations. We represent them. We promote them. Even though I wouldn't agree on certain things, I mean, it's not my place to speak about that. and so politics is a big no, no, no religion either. we we want we work with all religions, we work with everyone, so we cannot take any side with any religion. Yeah, to close this off
0: to your point, just really know what you stand for, who you are what your passion is, what your DNA is. Try to remain authentic because at the end of the day, especially with, in this digital age, everything and anyone could be searched online and people could really yeah. know if it's one big BS or if it's
1: packaged. And, and just push a lot forward in all the channels, your strength and, and that's it. There's no point to, to show what you're not. On that note, thank you so much, Laura. I wish so my pleasure.
0: you all the success with the Laura Ortiz brand that you're trying to create and also for the future <laughs> of Latin America. Thank you so much. and yeah, Thank you, you very much.
1: You. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: If you enjoy listening to Brand Over Coffee Conversations, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Please do not forget to share your reviews and help spread the love on social media by tagging hashtag #BrandOverCoffee. For questions, comments and topic suggestions, you may reach me on Instagram at andreaa.ferri. Thank you for listening to Brand Over Coffee conversations.